Hello and welcome back. On this episode of Deeper Life, Pastor Stephen shares on moving with the glory, part 1. Listen and be blessed. If you turn with me to Acts chapter 17 tonight. Acts chapter 17. We begin to see here how Paul writes something very powerful. You know when he sees this god, this statue that people think is a god and they're worshiping it and it says to the unknown god and then he begins to minister to them and he says something very powerful in acts 17 and verse 27 he says so that they should he's talking about people and what they should do he says so that they should seek the lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him though he is not far from each one of us look at what he says he's talking talking about two things that are very important he says that they might grope for him and find him grope for him and find him the presence of god over our lives is real it's very important that we grab a hold of god's presence over our lives And then he says, why do we do that? In verse 28 he says, for in him we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Paul is talking about something very powerful. He says, you need to grab a hold of the presence of god grab a hold of god you grip him and find him if you turn with me to uh, numbers chapter 9 and verse 17 we are continuing on the anointing of god how important it is for us to recognize the presence of god the presence of god is so powerful that if we begin to recognize god with us all the time we will never fail we will always walk with god the reason that we trust god is because we know that he is with us numbers 19 9 and verse 17 numbers 9 and verse 17 Whenever the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle after that the children of Israel would journey and in the place where the cloud settled there the children of Israel would pitch their tents the movement for the nation of Israel was dependent on the cloud of glory are you with me there are many nations there were many nations around the nation of israel that did things on their own but for the nation of israel their move the way they moved was depending on the cloud of glory for us today under the new covenant it is the presence of god what should move us as god's children if you're a christian if you've been 
anointed by the Holy Spirit, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then your life needs to be moving because of what the Spirit of God is speaking to you and doing in you. We need to follow the Holy Spirit. We need to follow the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14, Paul says, those that are led by the Spirit of God are called the sons of God. There's something about being led by the Spirit of God. If you and I are led by Holy Spirit, then the Bible says we are sons and daughters of the living God, meaning you, you come into that atmosphere where you behave like a son. You come into an atmosphere where you behave like a daughter. You begin to inherit everything that belongs to him. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, the Bible says, God, you know, Paul writes that we have been, you know, endured with every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing. But what the anointing does is the anointing brings to us the revelation about these awesome spiritual blessings of God that we inherit, it becomes us. That's why in Ephesians, uh, you know, Paul begins to write in, in chapter 1 from verse 17, he says, I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. He says, I'm praying for you that you will capture this truth. That you may know the hope of his calling. The inheritance in the saints. The inheritance that you have as saints. This is my prayer. You begin to come to that place in your life where you live as the son and daughter of the Almighty God. Israel moved because of the cloud. When the cloud stopped, they stopped. When the cloud moved, they moved. They packed everything and moved. When the cloud moved, our life is exactly the same. What took Israel to its destiny was the cloud of glory. What will take you to your eternal destiny that God has for you is the precious anointing and presence of the Holy Spirit. The precious anointing and pre presence of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, if you turn with me to John chapter 10. John chapter 10. The Bible says, Jesus is talking about the good shepherd. Verse 10 and chapter 10 and verse 1. Most assuredly I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls him his own sheep by name and leads them out. What is Jesus talking about? He's talking about himself being the good shepherd. And what does he say? The Bible says, when Jesus comes, the doorkeeper opens. And then he says, 
the sheep hear his voice. You and I, if we are God's children, we are created to hear the voice of God. When God quickened our inner man and we were born again, this spirit man that was quickened within us is made to hear God, is made to respond to God. That's why Jude 20, the Bible says, building yourself up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Why do I pray in the Holy Spirit? So that my spirit man becomes strong. Galatians chapter 5, the Bible says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Then he goes on to say, there is a constant conflict between the flesh and the spirit that you do not do the things that you want to do. Right? And then it talks about the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the flesh. But what is important is, if you need to flow with the anointing, if you need to flow with God and be led by God, then that anointing of the Holy Spirit upon you quickens your spirit man to hear what the shepherd is speaking to you. You are made to hear the voice of God. Come on, are you with me today? You are made to hear the, the voice of God. The Bible says, Jesus said, the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. How does God lead you? He says he calls you by name. First of all, Jesus knows every one of us. And what does he do? He calls you. We need to have a year to hear Jesus calling you and me. Why does he call you? Because he wants to lead you, the Bible says. Isn't it amazing? Think about it. Why are we talking about the anointing? Why are we talking about walking into the depths of who God is? Is because God wants you and me to come to that place that when he wants to talk to us, he is able to call us by name and we respond to his voice so that he can lead us where he wants us to be. Are you with me today? God wants you to respond to his voice so that he can lead you where he wants to take you. Where he wants to take you. Where he wants to take you. That's why it's important to recognize the presence of God. That's why it's important to recognize. Look at what uh, the psalmist says. Uh, in Psalms 143, Psalms 143, and in verse 10, David says like this, he says, teach me to do your will, for you are my God, your spirit is good, lead me in the land of uprightness. What is he saying? He's saying to God, he says, Lord, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. You are the shepherd, I'm the sheep. You tell me what to do. Your spirit is good, he says. 
your Holy Spirit, your anointing that is upon me, the presence of God upon me, it's good, he says. And he says, Lord, lead me. God wants to lead us. Ezekiel, you remember Ezekiel 37 when, when God was speaking about the, uh, to Ezekiel about the valley of dry bones. This is how the, the chapter starts, Ezekiel 37 and verse 1. Look at Ezekiel. He's talking about an experience that he has with God. He says, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of dry bones. Listen to me carefully one more time. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, the hand, Ezekiel is saying, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. Are you with me? What does the anointing do? The anointing of God opens us to the place where God's hand can lead us by his spirit to what he wants to speak to us, to what he wants to show us, to what he wants to explain to us, to what he wants to reveal to us about what you and I need to do in our day. Now, in 2020, there may be a pandemic outside, there may be challenges outside, there may be difficulties outside, but I want to tell you today, we are not dictated by those things. They are not the things that define our life, but it is the Spirit of God. It is the hand of God. The anointing of the Holy Spirit opens me to the place where the hand of God can come upon me to draw me to the place where he wants me to see what he wants to show me. It is supernatural. It is beyond the natural. God wants to talk to us things that are beyond what the world is showing us today. A way that will lead us to where he wants us to be. What is this way? What is this way? Look at Isaiah 35 and verse 8. What is this way? The Bible says, a highway shall be there and a road and it shall be called the highway of holiness. Isaiah is talking that there is a road that God wants you and me to walk. What is that road? He says this road is called the highway of holiness. And what will be on this road? The Bible says the unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. He says you don't need to be a smart person to be on this road. You don't need to be an intelligent person to be on the road. You can be a simple, naive person. But if you are on that road, even though you may be simple, the Bible says you will not go astray. What will not be on that road? 
verse 9 the bible says no lion shall be there nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it it shall not be found there but the redeemed shall walk there isn't it beautiful god has a road a highway that he wants to us to step into that highway is called the highway of holiness and he says in that road no ravenous beast will be there and the bible is so beautiful it says the redeemed shall walk there in verse 10 the bible says and the ransom of the lord shall return and come to zion with singing with everlasting joy on their heads they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away what what is this road it leads me to zion and how do i go to zion singing rejoicing celebrating when you're on that road you are celebrating and rejoicing because that road leads you to zion isn't it amazing in ephesians chapter 5 you read from verse 18 paul says do not be drunk in wine in which is much dissipation but be filled with the holy spirit what does this what does this presence of god do speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody to the lord giving thanks in all circumstances there's a there's a song in my mouth because i'm walking on the highway of holiness i don't need to be smart i don't need to be wise i don't need to no i just need to walk with god in that road even a simple person will end up in zion I want to tell you my friend the spirit of god draws you to that road the spirit of god draws you to that road Matthew chapter 4 and verse 1 Mark chapter 1 and verse 12 Luke chapter 4 and verse 1 the bible says the spirit of god led Jesus into the wilderness Luke 1 and you know the bible says in in Mark 1 and 12 the bible says the spirit impelled him i like that word the bible says the spirit drove him when the holy spirit came upon jesus at the river jordan what did the spirit of god do the spirit of god began to speak to him began to minister to him began to drive him began to 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 work in him i want to tell you something that's the power of the anointing of god when we are anointed by the holy spirit the holy spirit is nudging us the holy spirit is driving us the holy spirit you know he becomes the driver of our vehicle he becomes everything but it's a deliberate choice to follow after the prompting of the holy spirit the anointing reveals the will of god the anointing releases us into the will of god but it's a choice to be under the anointing to listen to the spirit of god minister to us it's a choice Of course we know the children of Israel rebelled. The sons of Korah came to Moses and they rebelled. 
They, they said, I, we can't do this. There are many times the children of Israel rebelled because they did not want to follow the cloud. But it's the cloud that takes you to the destiny. Sometimes what God tells us may not be, what, it may not be something that we really love. Sometimes when we are running, He can tell us to stop. Sometimes when He says stop, we want to be running. Or when he says run, we don't like to run. We sometimes want to be wise, wiser than the God of wisdom who wants to tell us what to do. That's why submitting to the Holy Spirit is very, very important. Recognizing the glory of God is key to moving. Amen. What happens in the move in, in, when you move? I'm just talking about four different things here. One, we have direction. When the Spirit of God is moving, you receive direction for your life. Simply meaning, the Spirit of God becomes the director of our life. The Sunday I shared in church about it, you know, when you're standing in a, uh, you know, when you're listening to a huge orchestra, you find that there are many musicians, uh, you know, talented people, they have notes and everything, and they know what to do, play, where to play, everything, they know their instruments well. But there's one man with a little stick who's standing up there, and he conducts the whole orchestra, you know. He knows whom to allow, when, whom to play when, who's to do what, at what time, he orchestrates it. He directs the thing so that at the end of the, uh, 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 the, the program is about a fine music that we hear. But if he's not directing, just imagine the guy with the violin saying, okay man, I don't want to follow you. I'm going to do what I want. And he starts playing. He says, nobody tell me what to do. I don't care if the bass is playing. I don't mind if the trumpet is playing. You are playing and playing and playing and playing and playing. And you don't want to listen to the one who directs you. Imagine, can you picturize an orchestra that way? Or the one using symbol says, I love my symbol. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. This is dang, 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 dang. I'm going to do it all the time. I don't care. I don't want to follow that guy. Imagine what will happen to that sound. You see, what's so important about submitting to the director of our life, God the Holy Spirit, is about direction. He leads us. He directs us. He knows what to do, when to do, how to do, so that we are complete. The story of our life is about different acts led by the Spirit of God into our lives that makes the whole picture of our life. Sometimes we travel, sometimes we stay. Sometimes he 
calms us down. Sometimes he wants us to he wants to just lock the door so we are inside. You know, sometimes he's using you on a stage mightily for his glory. Sometimes he wants you wants you to sit in your bedroom quietly praying. Everything put together is the story of our life. Everything put together. Are you frustrated today? Let me tell you something. Don't be frustrated. A Christian life is not frustration. Christian life is not accomplishing something for yourself. Christian life is not proving to the world that we can, we can do something, you know. No, no. Christian life is being led by the Spirit of God. Can the clay say to the potter what it wants to be? He is the potter and we are the clay. Submission to God. Sometimes, you know, uh, the clay must, if the clay is nice, soft, then the potter can do whatever he wants with it. But if the clay is hard, if the clay says, I'm not going to bend here. No, don't touch me there. I'm not going to bend there. No, 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 not here. No, 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 go down. You know, then the potter is limited to what he can do with the clay. My friend, how much we yield to the Spirit of God will make us whatever He desires of us to be. I'm teaching, I'm talking about what I'm, uh, what God is ministering to me. Sometimes God tells me, are you a son, are you willing to let go? Just let go. Trust me. Trust me. I have cried out to God many times, but Lord, what about that prophecy? What about that dream? What about that vision? What about this? What about that? Yeah, the Lord says, yeah, I know all that. I'm the one who gave it to you. But are you ready to trust me? But Lord, how do I get there? Yes, I know. Are you willing to trust me? Are you willing to yield to the Spirit of God to work in you to make you where he wants you to be. I always think about Joseph. Joseph was in Futifar's house. He was a slave. He was wronged by Futifar's wife. And Futifar uh, put him in prison. But the prison did something to Joseph. So much so, when Joseph came out of prison and became second in command to Pharaoh, he was never seeking revenge. He never went to Fortifar and put him in prison and broke his life and destroyed him. No. No. The prison made him step into the dream that God one day showed him. Sometimes the challenging moments of our life are the places that God uses us to shape us and melt us and make us what he wants us to be. Tonight I want to tell you, his hand will bring you to the place that he wants you to be. Are you willing to say to God, yes, Lord, I want to submit to your will and your way and your plan over my life.
We'll continue on this because I want to show you about what the move of God would do over your life. The movement of God is about direction. It's about guidance, how God guides you. It's about surety, 100% foolproof life comes when we follow after the Holy Spirit. You are sure, sure. Finally, the move of God is about change. You step in. You move out of where you are and you move into where he wants you to be. It's a, it's a dimensional change. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's a change that is beyond words. Dimensions that we cannot understand. But God moves you there because you have decided to follow after the cloud of glory. Are you with me tonight? Would you say to God, Lord, I want to submit, Lord. Is God, I want to submit. I want to yield to the move of God. Jesus said, My sheep will hear my voice. The Bible says, When the doorkeeper opens the door, the Bible says, The shepherd will call to the sheep. And the sheep will hear the voice. And the sheep will follow the shepherd. That's what it is tonight. That's what it is tonight. God wants to put a fresh anointing upon you. So that you recognize his voice. You recognize what he's doing to you. You recognize when he says come. I want to tell you there's no situation in your life that God cannot change. There is no situation in your life that God cannot change. When he comes, when his anointing comes, in the weeks that follow, we're going to look at something so powerful. Prison doors open. We know that. The Bible says prison doors will open because of the anointing of God. Chains will be broken because of the anointing of God. Healings, deliverances, freedom, new life, they come because of the anointing of God. And I want to tell you this evening, God's precious hand is upon you. For a moment, would you close your eyes? As we begin to ask God to move upon us. Come and move upon us today, God. Holy Spirit, come and move upon us today. Move upon us. You have given us your good spirit to lead us, to guide us. Move upon us, Holy Spirit. Just lift your situation to God right now. Whatever it is, my friend, whatever it is, lift your situation to God. God is a God of miracles. One day in his courts, 
is better than being anywhere else because in his courts is where miracles happen in his presence is where the supernatural is manifest over the natural what is supernatural is what he has for you what is natural is where you are but when you come under his mighty anointing the supernatural manifests over you in the natural to experience the supernatural that's what it is tonight god's anointing upon you is to release you in the natural so that you can experience the supernatural father tonight i speak your blessing over every person bowed in your presence my friend i want to tell you make this your prayer lord i want to know you i want to walk with you i want to get deeper and deeper and deeper god i want to spend time with you i want to understand your movement like the children of Israel moved with a cloud of glory. I want to move along with the Spirit of God. Every day, I want to be led by the Spirit of God. When you call out to me, I want to hear your voice. And I want to follow you. Do not be afraid of anything, my friend. There is no power greater than the power of God. There is no situation that the world or the devil can bring to destroy what God has done in your life. He's an almighty God. All powerful God. Omnipresent God is everywhere. Omniscient God, he knows everything. Tonight, he is your healer, your deliverer, the one who walks before you. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person bowed in your presence tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts today. Thank you for giving us the grace to walk under your anointing. And thank you that you are giving us years to hear the voice of God, giving us revelation to see the revealed presence of God over our lives. Thank you for the power in your word to teach us to walk after you. Speak your blessing over every person tonight. Let your mighty hand rest upon them. May they walk under the glory of God. May the mighty hand of God be evident over their lives every day. Thank you. We worship you, Lord. We adore you. We stand under your glorious anointing and we say thank you Jesus for all that you're doing in us. We give you all the glory, honor and praise. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please send us an email to transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and be blessed.